0: hello everybody welcome to green dudes the only green day podcast that matters uh you're here with me connor mack and my best pal in the whole green day verse connor kelly that's a universe uh that's that's green day's universe
1: right yeah the uh the gdu the gdu
0: yes yeah um Ah, oh, man. That, now, that's, a, that's an episode in itself, like, a, you know, kind of making a, a movie series just entirely based in the Green Day universe, you know? It's like, what would the, the, the long-term I, plot be? I
1: don't think I'd want to do that.
0: And then it would culminate in... I don't
1: think I'd want that.
0: Avengers Endgame would be like the trilogy.
1: You're gonna get some pushback on that, I think.
0: No, yeah is is the trilogy more like the Eternals?
1: Yeah, I, well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't, know. I don't you know? know. Depends who you ask. Yeah, that's true. So.
0: Connor, Connor, happy New Year. How's it going?
1: Yeah, happy New Year. Happy 2024. I
0: know 2024. It is 20 years since American Idiot dropped. Uh yeah. ten years, Connor, since our balls dropped.
1: <laughs> thirty ten, thir- ten for you? Ten for you? Are you sh- really?
0: Yeah. Um well I know it's it's a, it's actually about seven for you, right? Yeah, and it could I be guess, right. It could be less than that. Yeah. Because yeah, be I was that. there when your balls did drop uh for yeah. the first time. <laughs> uh they went back up and then they dropped again. But um Yeah, and uh thirty years since Dookie and wild i know and uh the birth of our new baby lord and saviors
1: hey that kind of worked yeah almost
0: yeah i mean you kind of got what i was thrown down
1: yeah for the most part
0: yeah i i am i'm very tired i uh got no sleep i came i i, I had an early flight this morning and i'm back in back in connecticut back on uh back in the northeast oh um, yeah
1: you're back at uh on ct time
0: yes well it's the same it's the same time but it's a
1: <laughs> yeah you know, you're it's back on it you it's know a different it's part like, of the
0: time zone yeah i mean you're
1: it, you're probably like you know readjusting it you does know, you're feel back, like you're readjusting
0: it's like a different kind of jet lag it's just kind of just like lag or you know something yeah but uh but yeah yeah so i'm 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 a little bit uh road wary did you have a good uh, good New Year's Eve, Connor? Good New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was nice. Day? Yeah?
1: It was nice. Um, pretty quiet, all things considered. You know, just um, hanging out with a good friend of ours, uh, me and my wife. You didn't get up to and, your old um, tricks again, did you? No, no. I mean, um, uh, I, I, I don't know if we could handle that, you know. I don't know if that... I don't know what my New Year's Day would have been. I don't know if I would have made it to New Year's Day. You know what I'm saying? I
0: do, I do.
1: So no, it, much more, much more contained than that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I I I spend New Year's Eve um, anxiously w- awaiting. Each time Green Day showed up on the TV and and shushing everybody that was around me, saying "Shut the fuck, shut the fuck up!" We're gonna watch Green Day. Yeah. stop fucking talking. They're on the TV now. Can't you see? Um, that was my. That's how I spent my entire New Year's Eve.
1: That's really cool. I um, completely forgot that I, they yeah. were playing. Yeah. I, I didn't watch their performance live at all. Um, and it's funny because when I um, on New Year's Day. I went to my in-laws and um, my mother-in-law, she's like, oh, did you watch Green Day? I was like, oh, uh, no, I forgot about that. She's like, oh, you know, I, I saw him. She's like, I caught that. I was like, oh, wow, cool. hey!" I was like, so you, so you saw it, you know, not me. <laughs> she's a I'm, cool I'm not lady. the guy with the Green Day podcast, you know? know, but
0: uh, yeah. Maybe we should get her on here.
1: Maybe. I don't think she liked it very much. Oh,
0: okay. Um, All right.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: well that you know um, it's, it's good to have dissenting opinions from time to time yeah
1: but yeah you know, and, and 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 not and nothing maga related just for gotcha, the record gotcha. I, not, <laughs> I just i just just feels like that's worth clarifying oh, no, that's, at this point
0: that that is that's a good clarification because we will get to this in the back half of the podcast but um if i'm remembering correctly all of uh three days ago um you didn't really even you know find out you know about the the backlash until you're on twitter and you're like whoa green day played that's and exactly not, what happened people are mad at them
1: um yeah when i when i texted you that was immediately after me finding out i was like hey you know what's what's going on with this shit and you're like yep that yeah. is exactly what's happening
0: yeah we will we'll we'll unpack that that can of sardines um in the latter half of the episode but first and foremost we got a new song on our hands.
1: Yes, we do.
0: And it goes by the name of One-Eyed Bastard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think of that? I don't know. I mean, um, it's great. Yeah. I don't even know if I could do that. Like, right, I don't it, know what you're doing. Give
0: it a shot. Give it a shot.
1: <laughs> One-Eyed Bastard. There <laughs> we go.
0: It's so, <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's, that was really yeah. good.
1: Yeah, but um, you're not gonna do that the whole episode, right? Like you're well, gonna say "one-eyed bastard," right?
0: Um, I will see. It just it depends on how I'm feeling. Like like I told you, I'm okay. pretty tired, so I'm a little yeah.
1: You're, this this is kind of like loopy, Connor. A little loopy,
0: know? a little loopy, a little yeah. slap happy. Um, yeah. So actually, just today, "One-Eyed Bastard" came out. There we go. I'm I'm. Talk, I'm, I'm, I'm actually calling it by. It's, it's you know it's we're, really we're just
1: we're just going with what feels right. You yeah. know, we yeah. you can go back and forth just like my balls. They can go up and down. You know they can it's go up like, and down all around. I mean we. Yeah, it's saying one thing doesn't preclude the other. Remember that so. time
0: we found one in the yard and just in, the, in your backyard.
1: <laughs> <I was laughs> like, right, f- how, how did, it get how did this little rascal get out of here?
0: I know and and I I delicately uh, placed it back in its you know in its pouch for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that day I was a, a one bald bastard. <laughs> you
0: were a one bald bastard. But you know, that's yeah. what friends are for. I, I was happy to help you out. Um I know you yeah, do the same thanks. for me. Um Yeah, so this is this this just came out this morning. Um we we had we'd been kind of getting hints about it, uh you know, very, very um uh, you know, hints that kind of seemed obvious in hindsight, you know. Uh because they tweeted out like keep one eye open. You know this week something's gonna happen and I, I didn't I didn't even put two and two together until I saw somebody else uh, say online like oh that that must be one-eyed bastard it's gonna come out right yeah. and of course of course um, and sure enough here we are and th- this is this is different because we, we, we've, we've spoken a bit about this song before because Connor we have we have heard this song before
1: right Yes. We, we we have. Yes.
0: We we have had uh, our our grubby little pause on, on a copy of this song for I don't know, it's like earlier this year or was it last year? I forget.
1: Um well I mean now that it's twenty twenty four, Connor, it yes, was yeah, yeah. last year. It was
0: last year, that's true. Earlier last earlier but I, last but I, year. But I know
1: what you're I know what you're saying, right? Yeah, I um I do think it would have been early twenty twenty three and um yeah, I guess it's funny. I, I guess that makes it the uh the first song that we heard off of Saviors then.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's um an early version of this leaked. Um yeah, I think it was sometime sometime early last year, um and kind of made the rounds and you know, obviously if if you knew um if you knew that it was out hanging around somewhere, you'd be able to find it pretty easily. Um and so yeah i i I had been when it came out you know it was my first it was the first new green day music i had heard in 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 a long time so i was like kind of blasting it in my car singing along you know just kind of savoring every drop um but you know pretty much with the confidence that this was not going to be on a record um because again I feel like I I'd, I'd seen people saying that people that were kind of in the know or whatever they're like yeah I know it's 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 from the sessions in 2020 you know presumably presumably what happened is after foam they were going to uh, work on another record with Butch Walker who produced foam um and then plans changed and we think some of those songs ended up on the network record and some you know maybe on saviors i don't know um and so this is this is one that we know was worked on in 2020 pretty pretty early on uh for for the saviors sessions i think um and and yeah i mean i i uh i uh, you know we'll talk about the you know the, the the mix is a bit different um to my to my ears this it's uh yeah th- this is more you know cleanly produced um but, but yeah, so, so it's been lingering around for a while. And Connor, I, I clearly remember, um, you telling me that you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the song was really cool, but like, I, I hope I never have to hear it on a green day record. <laughs> do you remember saying that?
1: Um, yeah, I do remember saying something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was, a lot of it really had to do with that riff that, you know, infamous riff that just sounds like that fucking Pink song. I was like, because there's a lot happening on this song that I really like. And then it felt like there was like this one repeating moment where I'm just like, this is, you know, not not doing it for me. It feels like this, this is leaving a stain on an otherwise, like, really powerful, you know, song. And, um... Maybe that's, since since I'm bringing it up, like maybe just to start there quick, but listening to the uh, studio version today that they released, I was kind of struck by this feeling that the riff did not sound that way to me anymore. Even though I'm like, I'm pretty damn sure this is the same riff. Like I don't really think this was changed and so I was like, well, you know, did did they do something to it? Or is it just a matter of, um, you know, I've, like, gotten used to it? Have I, have I, like, absorbed and accepted it? Because it didn't sound the same way to me as it did then.
0: Yeah, that, that's interesting because you are right. Uh, the riff has not changed at all. It is the exact same riff that was in the demo. It is the the exact same riff that people people say is a uh, pink rip off which i mean I, you know obviously to anybody who has ears it does it sounds it's very similar to that th- the riff that's in so what by pink um you know and i i have not actually uh done a comparison like listening to the leaked version versus this version um the only thing they can think of is like maybe the maybe the riff is more like accentuated in the leaked version or something maybe or maybe other elements are turned up I I don't know um but you know it didn't it didn't bother me you know and and I don't know if that's because I'm 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 you know used to it or because I've like come to accept the fact that it was going to be on the record but uh but we did live in hope for a little bit thinking like maybe they're going to change the riff a little bit yeah. because you know, we did even get that um you know, uh magazine description of like, oh, it's like a deep purple black Sabbath riff. And I guess this still kind of could be a deep purple black Sabbath riff, but it's not not the ones we were thinking of, I guess.
1: No, it's not it's certainly not like what I would describe this as. It feels I mean like I it feels like I do get what they're trying to say. But if I was like, oh yeah, there's like a Black Sabbath riff on this song, and it's this, I think a lot of people would look at you like, are you fucking serious? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I guess all that's to say is, listening to the song today, um, I just felt a lot more, um, like, with it, and along for the ride, and enjoying... um, the flow of the song because I think it has a really great like pace and progression to it. The way it it kind of like um, you know very effortlessly effortlessly shifts between uh, its different parts uh, sounds sounds really cool. And it's like I get why they didn't change the riff because the riff sounds good in the song. Like that's why they did it. So I it, it I does. do think it sounds good. And um, yeah, I guess the pinkness of it doesn't stick out to me the way that it did the first time
0: yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i think a big part of that actually is uh kind of having it come out in the context of like the other savior songs you know like yeah if this was the lead single then i think we might be singing a different tune um mm-hmm. but w- within the context of of you know the american dream is killing me the look mono brains and dilemma it's like, okay, yeah I, I, uh it it fits in nicely with like the variety of the other singles, you know like this is kind of a nice yeah. it's kind of like a nice uh no pressure promo single um, especially with coming you know coming after how how heavy thematically uh dilemma is, you know um, yeah and so, so so i i uh I've, I've been enjoying it today too because I, I have not listened to the leaking along time. Um but yeah Connor, let's let's kind of dig in. Um yeah I, I know you did listen to it for the first time uh probably mere hours ago. Um what what yes. were your initial thoughts on on you know the song itself coming back to it um <clears throat> in in its its updated version.
1: Right. So I love the guitar. Um it feels like it has that really you know heavy heavy kind of element to it that um they really pushed on the guitars for dilemma too so so the guitar in it is like very powerful and it just um yeah feels feels like it just kind of like steam rolls over you it's it's really great um but like on top of that i i was thinking that this song um is is cool because um, for as, like, heavy and, and powerful as that guitar is, like, it feels like the the song itself is kind of written like a pop song, um, and it's like, oh, pop, punk, it's like, you don't say, you know, but the, uh, the verses, and then, like, as it gets into the chorus, you get, like, that repeating, you know, the, and then they have that, uh, I think it's just like a single note on the piano that kind of like comes in and out and um, kind of gives you this like, uh, you know, um, I don't know. It, it, it just like kind of like carries the rhythm, you know, and, yeah. and keeps you sort of like bobbing your head. And, yeah. and so I guess I was feeling like uh, I, I thought it was a really great fusion of um, like really, really sharp. And catchy songwriting, and then really, uh, you know, aggressive and in-your-face guitar rock, and and it, it put it together like very uh, smoothly. You know, it's not it's not jarring at all. They they make it work. So I, I liked it for that. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking.
0: Hell yeah, yeah. I know. I I think those are. Uh, I'm in agreement with you there. Um, I, yeah, listening to it in, in high quality uh, is, it it, it it was really nice. Um, it's, it, it sounds fucking great. You're right. The guitars sound great. Very, very heavy and in your face. Um, but right away, I was really struck by how clear and um, upfront the bass is, actually, on this song. Mike has a lot of cool bass moments um, that I did not pick up on in the leaked version. Um, and that... That to me really really made the song just like really nice and chunky um dirty bass bass lines um which 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 is really cool to hear it's cool to you know it's always a uh treat to 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 be able to hear Mike do what he does best um of course. and the dynamics in this song you know like like you were saying like the verses. The first verse, yeah, it's like pretty much just the that that single kind of droney piano note, um, you know, that carries the verse, and then you kind of build up into the chorus, and you have the sing-along post-chorus or whatever with the the bada bing, bada boom, Um, which you know is it is going to be fun to sing along to in an arena, you know, like it. That's it's it's true. Um, But my favorite part of the song it remains the same from the leaked version to this version is that the breakdown part, the, you know, bow, 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 bow. Like I, I just, I love that fucking part with all of my heart. Like I cannot help, but like play drums on my, my knees whenever I hear it. Um, it's, it's, it's really fucking good. And, uh, feels yeah it feels like classic green day to me um and yeah you know it's kind of got a shuffly kind of beat kind of similar to like a holiday or say goodbye obviously they're different songs but um i feel like every every green day record needs a song like this you know it's mm-hmm. kind of how i'm feeling
1: yeah i i definitely get the say goodbye comparison right off the bat when you mention that that's a, a good just a good like point of comparison where it's like yeah it's 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 kind of like that style and I felt like you know this song really has a lot of uh, Rev Rad energy kind of boiling through it. it it would not be out of place on that record I don't think no. so um, yeah I, uh, I I think it's it, it uses a lot of the strengths of that of what they were doing on that album uh, so it, yeah it's it's cool to see it like repurposed here. I, I guess it does make sense not not that this sounds like distinct or different from what they're doing on Saviors, but, but in that way it's like, oh yeah, like that if it is carrying over that sound a bit more too, like it, it feels like it would make sense that this was made earlier on than uh than the others. So it's kinda yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, the 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 one thing that I'm kinda of hung up on is since this leaked um, you know, last year, uh and the the Intel we got was, oh yeah, they recorded this after foam it's part of like the scrap sessions for the foam follow up or whatever um people kind of ran with that and and you know it's it's like a popular <laughs> it's like a popular thing or a common thing to say that this oh yeah, this song sounds like a foam track um yeah I just you know I, I i really don't see that uh you know I really no, don't, I don't think so. um.
1: Because it doesn't have like the the garage rock, you know, thing that they're doing. Like, it's, it doesn't have like that, uh, that, that jingle and that, like, sort of, like, classic rock sort of feel that they're trying to bring to that yeah. album. I, I don't yeah. see that. On it doesn't
0: here. have the, you know, garage rock, uh, aesthetic. doesn't have the little studio flourishes that Butch Walker brought to the table. Um, like the modern pop sensibility is not there. Um, so yeah, I I didn't you know see it, and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the leaked version actually has has more audible hand claps in it. So that might have been like the one tell like oh the, oh yeah hand claps that that means foam you know. But um, they're either lower in the mix here. I, I I don't really hear them. I haven't picked up on them. Um, no, I didn't notice. Yeah. Which you know we, we we we've definitely gone back and forth on hand claps. You and I over the years. Um,
1: yeah, I'm I'm generally uh, against hand claps. Usually, I'm not for it. That could have been another thing that was turning me off the song at the time when yeah. we listened to the leak.
0: Yeah, no, I, I've I've always been a hand clap skeptic for sure. You have to use them appropriately. You can't overdo them. Um, y- you know, they have to sound organic. Unless you know, in in like very extraordinary circumstances, do or are they okay if they sound like digital or um, processed? Right. Um, I've got a whole criteria of.
1: Yeah, yeah. You sh- uh, send me the list sometime.
0: I will. I'll send you the Google Doc. Um, send it over. Yeah, so so I think this this definitely feels more in the Rev rad. Um, style than than the foam style but uh but yeah I, I think it's 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 a fun song we got to talk about the lyrics connor these the, yeah. these lyrics are um i you know probably the the silliest of of the songs we've heard so far from saviors
1: i haven't even looked at them so i my lyrical knowledge is only going to be what i caught on my my listen through so you you know help me help me out here
0: well, I'm I'm pulling up one eyed bastard here on Genius. Oh, okay. Um and yeah, you know, it's it's all kind of uh it's 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 about, you know, like a mob boss or something. You know, it's 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 kind of just a story about uh getting revenge. It's like a revenge story. Ripped ripped straight out of the the Sopranos.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I mean uh, lyrically too. that that makes me feel like uh like it could be a warning song or something you know? yes
0: dude i I had the same thought when you know when i when I've seen people uh talking about this and being like, yeah, it sounds kind of like foam it sound it's it sounds silly whatever um I'm like this is like a very like you know the the closest song thematically to this is like misery like right you know, yeah. and I'm not saying that they're similar or even close to the same like level of quality but I mean, it does. It, it's it, similarity is undeniable, um, and yeah, I, I I don't know. I think people would get mad at me if I compared it to Warning.
1: <laughs> but we did. So I mean, get mad. Yeah, tough um, nuts. It is. <laughs> it is funny looking at the lyrics on Genius, and it's like. Right, the chorus really is just bada bing, bada <laughs> yes. bing, bada boom. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff.
0: When it works, it works, you know. I mean,
1: yeah, it really. Sh- it's like there's no r- rules, or like if you know what you're doing, you can break the rules every time, you know. Like you yes. can fucking sing whatever you want uh, if you do it right.
0: Yeah, no, it's true, and I think I think this is an, is, is an example of uh, when Billy does that because even the verses like. Especially the second verse, um, I mean, it's it's pretty silly. Like you know, th- there's a lot of things that sound cool, but it's like it it does kind of seem like he's just like humming along and he's like, oh okay, yeah, this this sounds good here. And it's like, especially the line, I I always liked you, but I'm glad that you're all dead. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's 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 good to be clear. I I really enjoy the lyrics because they're loose and and funny and but also uh you know a little bit angry and spiteful
1: right yeah for sure it it feels like the song is kind of carried by this um yeah i guess it's it it really is sort of like a gleeful anger you know it's like you're it's like you're happy to uh to be getting this this revenge, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad thing, you know. You're, they're, they're kind of like reveling in it for sure. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it uh, gives the song like a really great energy because like you kind of feel that you're imbued with some sense of that when you're singing along, you know, um, or, yeah. or listening to the song. You kind of get that it transfers that kind of passion, you know. So I, I think the song really is good for like stirring up a crowd and, you know, getting people to, to, um, you know, get, get into the music, you know, and kind of cut loose. Uh, but, but yeah, looking at the lyrics, it's like, right. Like there's, there's not so much going on, um, you know, other than what's on the surface, it seems.
0: No, I, yeah, I know. I think that, that is true. Um, but, but. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those cases where it's not really necessary to go any deeper yeah. because, and you know, one thing I do like about the song too is, um, uh, you know, people have kind of c- compared it to like Jock Rock, which is, I mean, or or like, uh, actually, I've seen comparisons to um, you know Jock Rock, like like Fallout Boy doing like Centuries or something or whatever, you know, or. Yeah. Uh, and then also I saw comparisons to um blink one eighty two's dance with me with the Olays, you know uh for the chorus. Right, yeah and i I can happily say like this this does not um this still doesn't sound like it's it's um uh you know stripping away the kind of like that kind of rock and roll energy for the modern pop um stadium rock thing, you know, it's like like the bada bing, bada bing, bada boom uh chorus could have been like a hit in the late seventies or something, you know? It's like it's you know, by a rock band. It's not like uh you know and, and I'm 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 a fan of some of those, you know, pop rock uh stadium sing along songs. You know, I, I mm-hmm. like a lot of those but this does not stoop to that level, um in in my opinion
1: yeah i agree and i think billy has a pretty strong claim to the aos it's like i i don't i don't know how you could oh, be yeah. like oh yeah well billy's billy's throwing in some aos so he must be pandering it's like really that guy the guy who always fucking does that like i know always he's he's, um, he's the one
0: guy with the pass him and freddie mercury
1: yeah <laughs> which of course you know is kind of who uh billy's billy's sort of uh borrowing from there yeah you know, i mean he doesn't he doesn't that,
0: need but... the <laughs> heyos currently so. um un- until ai freddie mercury pops oh out. god don't uh and then billy's don't, gotta don't give those that. those hayos back <laughs> um but but yeah i mean like i i don't you know i i don't think green day has <clears throat> has uh chased that you know that modern pop hit the same way some of their contemporaries have like Weezer and Blink and Fallout Boy. Um and again, I'm not disparaging those those bands, you know. Um it's just not a thing that Green Day has done B- barring, you know, I think their 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 biggest shot at something like that was oh yeah, you know, and uh Yeah. Um So so yeah, I I think that's not what they're doing here, not that it matters, but you know, the like like the rock and roll purist in me is like yeah, my band, my band doesn't sell out and do that <laughs> that shit. Um, yeah, but that's I, just.
1: I feel like I, I mostly, I do mostly agree, but I think my my take is like I think that comes, uh, like less. It, right, it's not that they're changing their sound for like, um, y- you know, like. Uh, commercial hit, right they're, they're They're not chasing a trend But I feel like this like what they're doing on saviors feels like less of a departure because they've changed their sound enough times Already, you know or or rather like when you say change your sound It, it sounds like there's kind of a negative connotation But what I mean is I think the difference between Green Day and some of those other bands that you listed is that Green Day for a very long time in their career, was already um, experimenting with different styles and different genres, and that was, like, all contained under the Green Day umbrella. And so I think when they made that much bolder leap to the more, like, theatrical kind of rock and then carrying that forward into, like, more of the pop kind of stuff that they're incorporating here and doing, it doesn't feel like it's some crazy left turn because you know, well they've they've already incorporated so much into what Green Day could be by that point. Yeah, Whereas point. like with with Fallout Boy, you know, they they were really good at one thing. And um with Weezer, I, I feel like that's like maybe less true, but you know, they there there's like a very clear Weezer sound and Fallout Boy sound. And there is a very clear Green Day sound, but Green Day showed themselves to be much more than that even before blowing up for the second time with american idiot
0: yeah no i th- i think that's i think that's right they they have been experimenting for a long time um and yeah i mean it's 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 kind of pointless to be comparing uh those acts anyways um but it's it's kind of fun too and I kind of like the 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 um the sportsmanship of it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like my, is, my team is better than you. This team. is our sports. <laughs> yeah. This is our
0: sports. Exactly. Um, and you know, for the bling fans out there, I'm also not comparing dance with me in centuries. Those are different things too, but still, um, yeah, lyrically, I, I, uh, the, the pre-chorus, I can't help, but um, being reminded of, uh, peacemaker, Um, with you know the first word being vendetta, just I don't know, just uh, just just one of those things that's like, yeah, that's that's uh, you know, it's that it's it's kind of a similar, similar vibe a little bit. Um, that's cool, regardless. The the pre chorus is, I think, my favorite part of the song. Um, especially in the second pre chorus when, or no, sorry, when when um, no, no, no. Sorry, the bridge. With the the bridge is my favorite part, where uh, where Billy brings back the verse, the first verse, and and screams the last line. You're 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 gonna beg and cower. I think that's the that's the height of the song, and, and it's 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 always good to get some um, some shouty, angry Billy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Felt like another uh, kind of a through line with that and dilemma. You know, you were saying this is like kind of a a good, almost like a palate cleanser after the um, more weighty material on on Dilemma. And that's, that is true, but it does kind of feel like musically, it's like, oh yeah, I kind of get like those two together, you know? Um, And, and yeah, the way that Billy sings and delivers some of those lines is a big part of that. So I, I, I dig that as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, uh, you know, I I like that there is backing vocals on here. Um I think I think for Mike that are that are a lot more um audible than on the uh leaked version of this, but that moment that I was calling out uh you know the bridge where where Billy is screaming I I feel like it's a lot more effective in the uh, leaked version because billy's you know lead vocals are are up front more but that's just like a very minor nitpick i think it still sounds awesome in this version um i do want to get to a few reactions a few a few fan fan reactions of uh uh uh, one-eyed bastard um but first, I do want to read um st- uh, you know a few things that Billy Joe himself has to say about the track if that's cool with you, Connor, unless you want to interject with with anything else first that you were thinking of.
1: No, no, let's uh give Billy the floor all right
0: uh Mr. Billy Joe Armstrong says one eyed bastard started off as just a riff that I had a shuffle almost like a black Sabbath kind of riff. he says in a statement, I don't know, I think this is just a, it's a press release. I don't really know what." I think it's just a press release. Uh, All right. Lyrically, I was just reflecting on bad times in my life. That's the thing about nostalgia. Sometimes you think, that was an awful time. He continued, everybody's got that ugly place in their life where they have to deal with ugly thoughts. It could be like revenge or whatever. Thankfully, I have an outlet in songwriting. Hmm. So that's kind of confirmation that Billy Joe, it's just him imagining himself as a mob boss getting revenge on his enemies. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's it's just a really uh the last part it it, it could be like revenge or whatever (laughs) you know and then he he writes this whole song about yeah yeah uh, whatever fulfilling his vendetta you know Uh, it could be anything you know revenge (laughs) whatever whatever
0: man yeah he's he's a funny guy um yeah and before I get to the reactions, Connor, I, I know this is kind of um, another tetchy subject for you, especially, and myself, and myself. Um, but now, that, so, you know, it has been confirmed um, via social media, via, you know, via Green Day's official social media, uh, that this is going to be the last pre-release single from Saviors, which comes out in two mm-hmm. weeks' time. Um, now, Connor, we have four singles. They're all from the first half of the record. Yeah. There's only one song on the first half of the record that we have not heard. That's Bobby Socks. Um Damn. I I know, you know, in in years prior, both you and I have kind of uh, you know, sounded off about how we dislike having all this kind of singles pre-release singles stacked up front because you know you listen to the album for the first time and you're like man i've heard all these songs and then yeah you know you don't get to the new shit until 20 minutes in
1: yeah and not only that and it's like you don't know until you listen to the record but it it feels like there's kind of a danger there in front loading your album with like some of the hardest hitting most bombastic songs and then the, you know, everything else that's left, it's like, oh, you know, this this was like the B-side, you know, it's like, um, it's like when you're listening to Oracular Spectacular by MGMT, and you're like, oh my god, this is the best album ever, and then there's like six more songs, um, which, for the for the record, I, I really do like that album, and I think all the songs on it are fucking good, um, uh, but I'm just saying, the way the album is structured, I don't think does it any favors, um. Although, in that case, there kind of is a song where it's, like, the, the like, fourth dimensional transition, whatever, where they kind of go into another dimension, and it's like, whoa, like, the album kind of, like, transitions into this whole other thing, but we're not gonna, that anyways, that's my point there, but it's, I, I do think there's kind of a trap that you can fall into, where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're gonna put all the best shit up front, um, and then there's like a whole deal. It's like, well, our single is always the best. Like, usually not. Usually, it's like you know, it, you probably get more attached to the deep cuts. But yeah, yeah, is is that a chicken or the egg thing? You know, it's like if uh, if they released something else as a single, and then something you know something that was left that could have been becomes the deep cut. I'm just rambling.
0: No, it's hard to say. You're right. I mean, in this case, you know, I think it might be a bit different, just based off of. What we know about the songs on the uh, the second half of the record, like all like you know, there's Father to His Son, Goodnight Adeline, like a lot of the more sentimental, um, more poignant, uh, you know, emotional arrangements are are on the second half of the record. So it it might be a case of uh, the two halves being a bit different.
1: It might be, and you know, as I I mentioned, it's like that can work. I think if it's deliberate, I think if it's something that you, you know, made an artistic choice on to have two distinct halves, um, there's nothing wrong with that. You can, you can definitely have that, um, you know, feel, feel deliberate and, and feel meaningful. Um, but it's tough because, you know, there's also times where it just feels like, oh, you just put all your singles on the front half and then you didn't give a shit about the rest. I'm not worried about that when it comes to Green Day because they have a very long track record of, I, I, I think, you know, intelligently uh, structuring their track list. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So
1: I'm not concerned. But I, yeah, you're right. But yeah, I'm also not like thrilled to hear all the singles are in the front half either.
0: I, I mean, it's it's just the same bellyache that we have every time. Like, it's just how it it's just how it always works. I mean, I I yeah. I, I think it's like. I don't know, I think it, it helps the algorithm these days to, to put out the, the opening tracks first. you know I think that's like a secret strategy that these these labels have to, to you know gain more plays or be playlisted or something. Um, so I don't know. it is annoying, but um, I mean, in, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to listen to all of these songs a million times anyways, so it's I, yeah. I mean, who cares if the first half I listen to 50 more times when I'm listen when I've listened to all them like 2500 times, you know?
1: No, it's true. Like eventually it 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 feels kind of like a uh, an issue or like a, uh, you know, uh, you know, s- s- something that might bug you a little bit. But that problem eventually goes away because, you know, on your first couple listens, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is all the singles." i've been listening to these songs you know but then eventually the album just becomes the album you you know you like absorb the full context and at least speaking for myself like when i listen back through something like american idiot or you know whatever it is i'm not sitting there thinking like oh i gotta get through this shit. it's like the track list just is the track list you know? yeah
0: yeah i mean totally agree this is something that will uh, cease to be a problem within i mean probably a few weeks after the record is released so um not really a big deal um, I do have a few comments from uh, from the fans about their, their thoughts and first impressions on uh, One-Eyed Bastard. Um, it seems like it is generally liked. Definitely not the smash hit that Dilemma was, um, but, you know, overall positive. But the people that don't like it really, really dislike it. Um, and... You know, this one guy on Reddit, the first one, uh, Crid Crud YT, um, he says, As someone who has not heard the leak and heard the chorus for the first time, I'm just in awe. IMO, this album's singles have just not hit. The hooks and choruses have just been so not Green Day. Like, I loved Holy Toledo, so I know they can do cool shit. But really? Um... And then he you know he's not even talking about one eyed bastard really he's quoting the choruses of other songs that have good good hooks like the chorus to dilemma um yeah but then then uh john John wins replies to him um and and says whoever the pop songwriter from hell they've got working on this album is needs to go straight to jail <laughs> i I mean it's just a very frustrating comment you know it's like um first off it's implying that they hired a pop songwriter well no first off it's high it's it's implying they made a deal with the devil to hire right they
1: summoned him from yes. the fiery pits of hell
0: exactly i mean what you know whatever pop songwriter from the 60s died a terrible death and uh has been summoned back i don't know we can figure that out but um i thought that was a funny comment um Let's see. Yeah, and then he says, why, is, why does it sound like that fucking Pink song? You know, I get that they're old and, and haven't made a good record in 20-plus years, but come on, guys. So this guy's just a hater. Um, yeah. We have Freaky Idiota replying to a comment um, that kind of praised the, uh, the song and, and compared the passion and lyrics to, to American Idiot. And they they really took offense to that. Um, They say, The passion and lyrics of AI? LOL, have you ever listened to American Idiot? Every line has emotional depth, while also leaving you to interpret multiple meanings. This is nowhere near AI lyrics again. Maybe there's some argument to be made for a lyric or two off of 21st Century Breakdown or RevRad. But if you actually ponder AI lyrics for a bit, you'll realize it's not even comparable.
1: i mean uh it's i don't know to me it's funny because i um i wouldn't be surprised if i like walk away from saviors thinking like oh yeah you know i i probably still connect more strongly to american idiot but i think that that probably says more about um the age that this person was when they listened to american idiot than anything else yeah that's what i'm thinking
0: I I think so too. I mean, you know, as as much as we have connected to to that album over the years and especially at, at a very young impressionable age, you know, it it's not it's not Shakespeare and I mean, you know, maybe maybe the quality of these lyrics are um are are not as good or on that level, but it's it's not as wide of a gulf as um as Freaky Idiota is is making it out to be. Um,
1: yeah and I, I mean I, I'm sorry but like I just think it's um really stupid to just expect Green Day to make another American idiot you know I think that's a big part of the problem if you want to call it that with 21st century breakdown which is still a good record we'll get to that but you know I, I think I think um, it just isn't fair to to compare the work after American Idiot to American Idiot and be like, see, see, it is an American Idiot. It's like, well, no, Uh, how could you expect it to be? It doesn't mean it's not good in its own right. They're like what they were doing on American Idiot and what they're doing now is fucking night and day. You know, they're not trying to do that. And I think if they were trying to do that, like that's where they that's where they actually get into problems. You know, it's like they they should not be trying to do that. Um so yeah. it's it's ridiculous to to hold those two things up like they're the same. Be like, "Oh yeah, Saviors isn't as good as American Idiot." It's like, "Well, if you're expecting it to be, then you already fucked up." It doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's exactly it. I mean, it's it's the same thing, uh, you know, as comparing uh, American Idiot to insomniac or something like that or or kerplunk it's it's uh just different points in their careers different lyrical stylings um billy just changes as an artist tough nuts that's my catchphrase today. of the day <laughs> tough nuts that's, um, that's fun that's fun i you. like that thank you uh we have Disfunko on reddit again says okay so so, so this this person is um setting themselves out to prove that it does it does not uh sound so similar to the riff by from the pink song so what Um, this is also stupid this is also because because it does it 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 fucking
1: sounds like it i mean uh
0: disfunko says everyone feeling smart pointing out the so what similarity get over it it's not identical apart from the one note as some people have suggested Yes, it makes you think of Pink's song, sure. But it's not the same, just similar. Pink has nothing to do with the riff. The Swedish songwriter John Shuster created it for a song which eventually became hers. He might have had some inspiration for it himself to begin with that we're not aware of. It's a quite simple riff, honestly. Makes me think of a pirate chant of sorts. Or perhaps an Irish folk song. In any way, I feel like he would have already been mentioned in in the credits. Green Day have done this several times in the past if it in fact would be considered identical or too similar. And it's, it's, it's very funny. Cause like nothing he says, uh, you know, proves his point at all. Like it's just, he's just saying, okay, yeah, pink didn't write the riff, but it's still a pink song. Um,
1: yeah. You know what it sounds like? And I, I'm not one to usually do this, but um, I have to quote a tweet by uh, drill. There's mm-hmm. this one drill tweet lord of twitter yes we all know uh he uh what is it he's like oh and another thing i'm not mad don't put in the paper that i was mad yes
0: exactly yeah that that's those are the vibes that are that are emanating off of this post This, Um, this
1: just yeah i mean and the thing is i know i was saying before oh i don't i didn't really get like the whole pink thing this this listen around um and i didn't but i it doesn't mean i don't realize that it still sounds similar it's just that like it wasn't this intrusive thought the whole like i was able to enjoy the song yeah but it doesn't, doesn't mean it doesn't sound like that riff either no so. and
0: it's not even inherently a bad thing i mean like we've talked about before like you know billy billy rips off himself and you know rips off other artists and but they're very different songs like like again just because the riff is 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 nearly identical the song is not they're very different songs um but uh Christopher has a good response. They say, people aren't feeling smart about it. they hear it, and it sounds nearly identical. That's how hearing works. The fact that it brings so many to that song is a bad sign that it's too similar. so I mean <laughs> you just, just like teaching Disfunko about about how hearing works, which is which is very important, I think
1: um, yeah. as long right. as they listen
0: exactly. The last one we have uh, for One-Eyed Bastard is from Justicia. They say, I'm at a loss for words, much like Billy probably was for the chorus here. This shit makes the ole, ole blink thing seem great. This song is everything I hate about Green Day, and I have loved them endlessly since I was eight years old. This tired-ass fake anthem shit. The stock music opening guitar riff is spooky bad. Spooky bad is a new one for me. It's so cheesy, Mm. it's embarrassing. I gotta ask, what else are you all listening to? If you like this song, not even trying to be a dick, just trying to understand who this is appealing to. They're not trying oh, to be. Shit. They're not I, trying to be a dick.
1: I, I feel kind of called out right now. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. I mean, it's. I mean, they, they are plainly insulting our music taste.
1: Well, there you have it. Um, I don't know. It's just funny because it. You know the the way that they they write that kind of implies it's like, Oh, you know, I, I thought the ole ole thing was bad, but like compared to that, this, you know, this is fucking or, you know, but I fucking, I, the ole ole thing fucking bothered me. I think that song kind of fucking blows. Like it's one of the, I was like, I I listened to the one more time album and I think it was pretty good. So it's one of those like on, on the album. I was like, yeah, it's fine. It works. Um, but but as as like a single and just listening to that song by itself, it was like so grating. And um, I don't know. Here, I, I just I just feel like they're not taking themselves so seriously. And I know that's usually Blink's kind of thing, but I felt like I, I felt like uh, Blink tried so hard to like portray the image of they don't care that much or they're not taking themselves seriously that it like circled back around at times mm. and was like kind of fucking stupid just one man's opinion sure not trying to be a dick or anything you yeah, know that's fair um, totally fair so just so just speaking on that point of comparison um i don't know i just feel like this works so much better on uh when i basted yeah. because i don't know i feel like they're just not embarrassed about wanting to do hooky anthemic you know kind of silly fucking lyrics uh rock song it's like whatever so
0: yeah no i i i'm in total agreement i don't think uh i i don't really think they're that comparable because i i do i do understand uh what you're saying about um blink maybe trying to recapture the the vibe of old blink with dance with me especially like i I mean, we, I think we just disagree in that. I do think that they succeeded with that song. Um, but I, 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 I think that, I think these are two different beasts. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a silly comparison, silly post. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it just but you are being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, Connor, you know. any final thoughts on uh, one-eyed bastard before we move on to, the huge controversy
1: well i wanted to uh give my comment of the day vote to um whoever was responding to idiota and was like actually i i think it does sound like the pink riff uh <laughs> so there you go yeah
0: okay sweet yeah that's i think that is the clear winner i'm not really trying to uh to piggyback on oh, the on on you know, your choice, but uh let's see. Yeah, the uh the comment of the day does go to Ristopher. Ristopher, if you are listening, um please uh shoot us a DM to claim your prize. You'll be rewarded handsomely.
1: Indeed. And uh you were asking, is there anything else I want to mention about the song? Not exactly, but I Feel like I just need to say something about the video oh shit oh fuck
0: yes oh my god yeah yeah we have to because, talk about the video a little bit yes
1: <laughs> oh my god go ahead you know what I you know what I love about it so much is it feels like a Newgrounds flash video from 2002 like yeah that, that's it it just it just feels exactly like that it's like so perfect it literally feels like they time traveled because it's like I don't know it'd be so easy to just be like it's bad you know but it's like so so simple and the art like is like so static but has this like strange charm of being cartoony and off putting at the same time that like it just it feels so perfectly of that time and place that I was smiling the whole time. I was like, I can't believe they did this shit.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: um and I don't know, it just feels like such a great like New Year's video to release because famously the Mickey Mouse copyright has ended, and they fucking have like little dipshit Mickey Mouse in the car.
0: Steamboat Willie baby, giving you the <laughs> like, bird. <laughs>
1: it's Middle finger. Yes, of course he is. And I'm is. just like, this is like the cheesiest, stupidest, dumbest fucking thing. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, I really just love it for that. Like I love how fucking stupid it is.
0: It's so fucking dumb. It, I mean, it complements the song perfectly. Not that the song is quite as dumb, even though it is a little dumb, but in a good way. Um, it complements the song perfectly. And you know the thing I love the most about um, having Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse in there is that they they ha- they ha- like prepped this like because they knew the yes, copyright exactly. was going out like this was done before before the copyright had expired. They were like, this is gonna fucking rock because everyone's gonna be talking about. <laughs> About Mickey Mouse, yeah, exactly. you know, not being copyrighted, and then he's gonna he's gonna be fucking giving everyone the bird, uh, yeah. Which is it's just the fucking cheesiest, most Green Day move you could you could do. I mean, it's it's so perfect. Um, yeah, I mean. It's it's not it's not a full blown music video so people taking it uh, that seriously are are barking up the wrong tree it's like a funny it's like a funny visualizer a fun visualizer for the song you know it's right. yeah, I don't think yeah. it's meant to be on the same level as the the three previous videos were um and yeah, for what it is, it really works. And what I love about it too is um a few months ago Billy Joe was like doing things where he was he was graffitiing stencils that he had made on on the on like walls and stuff and posting that on Instagram. And uh one of the stencils was was the the guy with the eye patch in the video. Nice. So I think I think that's his own creation, um which is which is funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. I don't know, seems like he could be like a little like my chemical romance sketch or something. Yeah. Or, you know? Yeah, like something like know. Gerard would oh, scribble totally. or it would be it just a really notebook. has really has this like uh, like yeah, I don't know. It's just this like cartoony uh sh- bizarro yeah. fucking little gremlin guy. I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I just hope uh, they put him on a shirt or something. You oh know? I
0: know. Yeah me too. I I, I would fucking buy that shirt in a second. Um the funniest fucking th- okay i'm happy that you brought the video up because i was going to just bypass this but the funniest thing to me is um you know earlier in the week when the copyright expired there was all this hullabaloo and people were like well i'm gonna make mickey do this and that whatever and um so i i told my little sister because we were hanging out it like it was new year's day we were just hanging out and i told her all about how the copyright was expi- you know, expiring and i was telling her how you could you know people are going to make movies with with mickey now doing different things and inappropriate things and i was showing her pictures of like you know people people making drawings of like mickey sucking dick and stuff and (laughs) you know like mickey doing blow yeah that's
1: that's fun that's a fun thing to share with your sister it was
0: yeah and um so then she got inspired and and uh she started drawing her own uh version of steamboat willie mickey mouse um and i i did have some input she she um she ended up with with a mickey mouse with an eye patch over one eye
1: dude are I, you serious i swear to wow. fucking god i
0: swear to god and i we have to take a picture of that. Yes. i want to see that yes. yeah we have pictures to back it up and uh so when i saw this video this morning i was like what the fuck that's insane <laughs> That's insane
1: because it's so fucking
0: funny. <laughs> yes, and uh, so it was just like a, just a weird fucking coincidence. But um, I mean, unfortunately, she can't even sue because it, it, there's no copyright. So
1: yeah, right. It's, oh God She's damn it. You know, it's so close. You I know. know.
0: Um, oh, but well. yeah. Anyways, that's it for One Eyed Bastard. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Connor, are you ready to talk about the? Great Green Day controversy of twenty twenty four.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a GOP elephant in the room. We have to.
0: Oh, ho, 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 I think you're right. I think you're right. I think. Uh, yep.
1: yep, that was uh, some highbrow uh, humor yes, right there for you. Yes.
0: Um, no, no one's gonna trump you on that one Uh, ah it was a little it wasn't it wasn't wasn't as good it wasn't as good as as yours but
1: it's fine it's uh, we'll keep it moving anyways it was um, it was good
0: before we go into the controversy connor um you know i i watched the band play live on on the telly um and it was it was awesome you know it had been years since they had done a new year's eve show so i was it was very exciting and they played five fucking songs which no other artist did so that was like really really cool um and I, I, thought they fucking killed it. I thought every song sounded great. Um, Connor, you just watched the performance, literally uh, like an hour before we started recording. Uh, what? And yeah. and and I, I do want to make make note that this is the first performance of Dilemma, um, which in my opinion sounded maybe the best of the night. Uh, Connor, what were your yeah. what were your thoughts on the performance?
1: I well, I'm right there with you. I really do think dilemma sounded best. and I, I you know, I just I feel like I kind of gotta believe it's the song they were just most excited to play. Um, yeah. you know, it's like they I, I kind of did have a feeling at a couple parts there where it's like, I, I'm not gonna say that Green Day was phoning it in, but i I do think there's kind of like a noticeable level of excitement when they're playing dilemma. And then a bit more of a, you know, well, we've played this song a million fucking times, when, you know, when they go through the other ones, and they they know how to sell a song they've played a million fucking times. I've heard them play so many songs they've played a million fucking times, and they fucking crush it. So I'm not saying it was a bad performance, but I think you're right to point out that when they played Dilemma, it felt much more electrifying, and... Um, the, the crowd was really into it was like the thing that I picked up on when they, even when they were playing Dilemma, I was like, this song has not been out for that long, you know, and, um, people were singing along and people are jumping around and every time the, uh, you know, they the chorus kicks in, people are like headbanging. Um, so it was just cool to see that level of enthusiasm on, on display for it. Because um seems like people people really dig it. That's cool.
0: Yeah, no, I think um I I I agree. Um I, I, I did feel like the especially the uh, the two American Idiot songs they played, the title track and holiday were, were kinda low energy, um, for Green Day. Yeah. Like it I mean, still it was you know, for any other band it it, it was like a good raucous performance, but um but yeah, you know, Billy Joe was kind of just like chill about it. And I mean, I think it was, it was like technically very good. Um, but it was funny to me because like at certain points, Jason was like rocking out more than Billy and that like never, ever happens. Yeah. Um. So that was, that was kind of funny. <laughs> me. Um. Yeah. But yeah. And, and uh, yeah, you can tell they're super excited to, to play the new shit, which, which makes me just kind of sad that they couldn't have busted out any of the other new songs. Um uh, you know, I was I was hoping like at least American Dream, but but uh, that's right. That's okay. You know, they're 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 really pushing the the anniversaries of Dookie and American Idiot, and so I think I think that's how they talk themselves into per, you know you know being able to play five songs. So uh, that's that's all all right in my book. Um, but yeah, you know, that's I think it, I think it was when just. Were... Go ahead.
1: Oh well. I I, I just, when you mentioned, um, Dookie too, I was like, Oh yeah. You know, what I wanted to say was when they were playing a basket case and do welcome to paradise, they cut away a couple times and you could like literally see there's, there's this one guy who like pushes someone else. Like he's trying to start a mosh pit.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: at some point they do like a quick cut into like, they're doing like this little circle pit and I'm just like, Oh my God the dick clark's rocking new year's eve circle pit is like just so funny to me yeah. i was like i don't it's one of those things that's so funny it's like i can't even laugh but just thinking about like i mean like the people that are there are like not really the people who are going to be doing that i'm like no. who did, what I, is know, going on you know thing, what this is not the time and place <laughs> i know
0: i know the thing about the crowd is is interesting to me because i don't th- i don't know I I I have a feeling that they were briefed. They like they were briefed on things they should do during Green Day, or maybe with, with the lyrics and stuff. Because I, I don't know. I don't feel like I don't feel like all those people would have known all the words and would have uh, moshed like that. Um, but it was it was very silly to see. And and of course, we had um, uh, Dick Clark's reanimated corpse doing uh, crowd killing, which was which was fun to see. <laughs> um, that was a treat.
1: Yeah, you got you gotta love it.
0: Uh, but yeah, I yeah. Think, so
1: no, overall, it was good, right? It yeah. was good, but I but I agree. I thought dilemma was the the strongest one. I, I felt yeah, that too.
0: Absolutely, and I mean, most of all, it was just it was really cool to see my band on TV again. That was that was fun. That 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 made my you know pathetic little uh, Green Day fanboy heart grow two sizes bigger um it was a lot of fun um but you know we get to the other end of the stick connor we 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 have the the party on new year's eve then we wake up with uh with the hangover but not just any kind of hangover uh 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 viral hangover yes you know it's a good
1: term Thank good, you. Yeah, good, uh, coin.
0: I, I'm coining it right now. It, it it belongs to me. If it if it, if this term goes viral, then you know, please credit where credit is due, Connor. The copyright will
1: expire in a hundred years. Yes,
0: <laughs> in a hundred years from now. Um, yeah. So I I I too actually I started reading the backlash towards the end of the the night before I went to sleep. It was probably like two in the morning or something. Um. I, I saw people on Twitter. You know, Green Day started trending, and people on Twitter started really, um, really getting all riled up about Billy Joe changing a line in American Idiot. Uh, the line originally being not part. I, I, I don't want to be a part of a redneck agenda, um, and he changed redneck agenda to MAGA agenda. Don't want to be a part of a MAGA agenda, um, and people got people got very very incensed very fast. And it spread like yeah. wildfire. Now, Connor, I, I, right away, you know, I, I, I was, I chuckled myself to sleep. I didn't think it was going to, you know, blow up <laughs> and do a big thing. I was like, oh, just these, just these chuds on Twitter, you know, they, they want something to be angry about, whatever. Um, but it was immediately funny to me because, I mean, Billy's been doing this literally since 2016, like even, yeah. bef- even before Trump was elected, I think. Or similar stuff, you know, they, they did the no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA chant, um, at the VMAs that year in 2016. So it's like, uh, it's, 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 it's very funny how surprising it is to, to people. But, um, you know, I guess they're, they're, it's very different audiences, I guess, that people that watch the New Year's Eve, uh, program are, are cut from a different kind of cloth than people that watch the VMAs and other, other shows, um, and then, then, yeah, so then we wake up in the morning, uh, New Year's day and it's, it's still trending and it's, it, you know, throughout the day produces uh, a handful of news articles about, about, uh, the, the fury of, of the right wing, um, you know, uh, right wing voters pissed off at, uh, Green Day for betraying them.
1: Yeah, it's, it definitely does kind of feel like, um, there's several things going on here, and the, one of the biggest ones is exactly what you said, where it's like, a lot of the people who were, um, shocked and appalled and, you know, very vocal about like, oh, wow, I can't believe Green Day said this, what the fuck, um, there's just no way they listen to Green Day, you know. So it's like, this is like, you know, your mom or something. Just like, you know, it, th- th- this is just someone who's just watching the New Year's Eve show and is a MAGA supporter. Uh, and and they're they're offended that you know their uh, political leanings are being called out on such a huge stage you know they and and so they're they're quick to anger um and then there is also this really tiny but hilarious subsection of the Green Day fandom that like you know this just always happens like clockwork where it's like they they do listen to Green Day but just like have no fucking clue about what's going on or, or what Green Day thinks apparently, or like just, you know, just has like no fucking. And they're just like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong said this, and it's like, wow. I mean, they don't even have two rocks to rub together in their head. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's there's, there's more to it, but but that's yeah. that's a big part of it to start.
0: Yeah, I mean. It- It is. I think, I think there's a lot of these people that, that do spend a lot of their time in the Twitter sphere in these, these right wing, um, echo chambers that are, they, they they just wait for things to get upset about. Um, you know, if it's, if it's not one thing, it's another thing. And so, um, you know, the, the green day moment popped up and, and they jumped on it. And then a lot of people that would have, would have never listened to green day or cared about green day in the past, uh, just needed to express their disdain but um but i mean it's like the 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 funny thing about it is like i don't know it's it's funny that billy joe is still singing this in 2024 um and i mean i'm not saying it's 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 not a good thing i i think it's i, I think that's good and obviously uh you know, I I want to make uh, MAGA people as uncomfortable as possible, but um, it's it's very funny because the culture wars that kind of started back then are 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 still going on, but um, it's just like really funny um, seeing kind of like the liberals take this as as like a massive gut punch in the culture war too. Um, like you know, th- there's one tweet that I read from Edinger Mentum that that said uh. <laughs> Liberals don't deserve this, but they needed this. I thought that was really funny um you know it's like they they needed a win, and Green Day gave it to them
1: uh, <laughs> oh oh right this is yeah this this is the victory here yeah huh? uh
0: but i mean and and it's it's just funny because uh i mean again, we kind of go back to to kind of green Day being these uh you know very wealthy kind of guys who have been playing this rock and roll for for 30 years and um you know are playing like a corporate event and stuff and uh so 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 that's like a fun thing for um for actually here here, oh my god connor remember remember fake vax card
1: um like, like an account, like a person. Yes. Yeah. Fake
0: Vax Card was an account that we, uh, I, I read a comment from on one of our very first episodes.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It does uh, sound familiar. Yeah. Go on.
0: Of course, he has a, uh, you know, thoughts on, on this matter. Yeah. And this, this pretty much, um, sums up kind of like the right wing, uh, response. And, and we've seen it like a lot with, with like their, they are like redefining punk where they're or they're like they're oh, yeah. um retrofitting what punk is to like fit their their mold. Um but a fake vax card says nothing could be more punk than appearing on corporate media shilling for the current political party in power who tries to silence any dissent. And I I mean it's it's just really funny because to them it's just it's like such a binary thing where it's it's like punk punk is rebelling against the powers that be no matter what it, it you know, it doesn't matter yes. who's in power you know it doesn't matter what you're rebelling against but the act of rebelling against the power is is punk to them it's 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 just surface level you know exactly and uh so uh, fake Vax card there really did not let me down um <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there because there is two things to it it's like I I do think it's right to kind of be like oh well you know that this this moment's kind of being um you know positioned as you know oh well you know oh d- does Green Day think they're dangerous you know it's like um because really it, my my thought was like well how isn't it like so incredibly safe to be like, yeah, MAGA fucking sucks in 2024? Um, but it's funny because it, it kind of feels like what I thought would have been like, uh, you know, the the milk toast uh, liberal call out it ends up still having a lot of a lot more power to it than I would have given it credit for beforehand. Because I kind of would have laughed it off and been like, oh well, who fucking cares? that Billy Joe and Green Day are going to say, I'm not a part of a MAGA agenda. Like, who fucking cares? But it turns out it was actually the exact most perfect platform for them to deliver that message because it went directly into the ears of all the people who would never have otherwise heard it if he had done it at a Green Day show, you know, or in, like, a, a a more traditional, like, punk rock setting. Um... And so I'm not here to say that uh, you know this this was like some remarkable act of defiance here, but I I, I think it's funny because there kind of is on the one hand like well isn't this like just a very very benign safe lukewarm mostly accepted you know liberal take and it's like yeah like who who fucking cares but it really stirred up the hornet's nest. And so I, I guess in that way, like it, there, there was an impact. It was effective, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, I know you're, you're right. It was very effective and, and yeah, made more of a splash than I, I thought it would be watching it live. I didn't even clock because he's, he's been switching out that line for years. I didn't even clock it. I didn't think it would, uh, you know, they it, it, thought it'd be a drop in the ocean. Um, it's just, it's very funny. From a perspective of, uh, you know, somebody who is on the left, you know, a leftist or socialist perspective. Um, because I mean, I'm, I'm following a lot of people on Twitter who are also like, like you know, they're, 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 they're kind of like, don't, don't think that we, we claim green day, you know, like, like we don't like, you know, we're not into green day either. You know, don't, don't just, uh, lump them in with us. I'm just like kind of caught here in the middle. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm like, Ugh. Uh, it's so I mean all you can do is laugh really and there is a lot to laugh at um I did want to read some of my some of the the funniest things I had seen about it if that's okay with you Connor
1: oh yeah yeah I mean I have more thoughts but I'm sure that'll just happen as we go on so continue
0: um okay so this this is uh, a god I don't even fucking know where to start um, Luscious Beagle says Trump hasn't been in office in almost four years. Green Day are getting as senile as Joe Biden. Um, I don't know. It's 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 kind of uh, an oversimplification of uh, everything. Obviously regardless of whether or not Trump is in office, like he's him and MAGA are still like a kind of a pivotal, you know, pivotal movement and pivotal figure in, in, in politics today. So, um, it just kind of seems, seems like a simplification. And, you know, when, when you're on the right, you have to bring in Biden's senility every chance you get. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's see. Peter S tech says, you know, the I mean, he is he is senile, he is senile yes. by the way. I mean, well, that's like, the thing, too. It's like
1: Joe Biden does fucking suck. Like, we that's, can say that
0: again. Again, that's that's <laughs> the that's the weird spot. That it's it's like, like yes, you're like, don't assume that we are where Joe Biden stands because, you know, he's he's the the Luke Skywalker at the Trump's Darth Vader. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Um, yeah. Uh, Peter S. Tech says. You know, the more I thought about it, why did Green Day have to insert politics into their performance of American Idiot? We're trying to get away from that for a few hours.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that one's especially funny. I did see more than a few seemingly completely unironic, why did they put politics into American Idiot takes that really, like fried my fucking brain i was like there's no way that you people are out there
0: just imagine going through life like knowing that song and just i mean and obviously we're guilty of it too singing along the songs we don't really know what they're about but it's just it's it's hilarious because it's just there's no critical thinking whatever what you know whatsoever about about what you're consuming. Um got a got a duty says Green Day really wrote American Idiot and then performed on dicks clark dick clark 's new year 's Eve so very anti establishment of them two thousand and four Green Day would be killing themselves if, if they knew
1: <laughs> yeah they they wouldn't be they would have played it too
0: yeah i mean they, um, they literally have they i mean it's very funny kind of thinking that that back in two thousand and four green Day was like an anti establishment anti-corporation punk band who like you know played diy spaces when i mean it was the very opposite
1: yeah i have a a similar comment i want to share here and i think i think this this sentiment was being shared a lot by yeah. um conservatives and maga heads or whatever you want to call them people on the right and uh this one says And here we have a pop punk, in quotation marks, band railing FOR, in all caps, the system. So punk. Much counterculture. And it really is funny because, like, you were talking about how, um, like, MAGA specifically has, has tried to repurpose punk for itself. Yes. And there's, there's, there's this idea from the people within that group that, um, like the true punk rock of our age is conservatism because like liberalism and, and progressivism is the dominant ruling force in i in our society, yeah. which, you know, not to get into it, but it's like at best it's centrism. Like what kind of fucking like leftist socialist society is anyone fucking living in? Like go fuck yourself. Um, but but it's funny because if you're on the right, and and especially if you're within uh, MAGA, there's there's this sentiment that like they are the the flag bearers, the last people standing, you know, for for true punk rock ethos. They're railing against the system, and uh, it's just fucking hilarious because, like you said, to them it's a binary. You know, they're they are against. Um, Anything appearing to be liberalism in, in any way, uh, and and so that makes them uh, punk in that regard. Yes, yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's just insane because they don't really have they don't really stand for anything or or have have any like identity or or like clarity of thought. Under themselves. You know, their, their their idea of punk is just only reactionary. It's just only in opposition to whatever they perceive as the man. Absolutely. And it's hilarious because of course like MAGA and Trump and all that is also the man. So it's so fucking stupid because the left and the right is the man together. Like there is no split where it's like one of them's the good guys and one of them's the bad guys. It's like one's worse than the other. Sure, but they together comprise the entirety of the system. You're still fighting for the system if you're, like, a conservative or if you're with MAGA, like... And so it's just ridiculous because there's no fucking self-reflection, and um, it's just insane to see how common this, this idea is. Like, that that's what really threw me for a loop about this whole Green Day thing is, like, just seeing all of these people come out from the woodwork and criticize Green Day for not being punk, which is, like, nothing new there, but it's the rebranding of themselves as, like, the true punks that I'm like, what the fuck? That's fucking nuts! I know, yeah. So.
0: I mean, it's, it's... It's, it's it's like, parasitic. It's, you know, they're kind of like culture parasites where, where they kind of, like, will will invade any kind of um opening they can they can get into and and you know infect it with always having been uh you know a pillar of true conservatism um right which, which is silly because i mean it's just these people who are you know you're right they their their ideals really are hollow and they bought into this kind of reactionary ideology that um uh yeah d- doesn't doesn't really stand for anything meaningful and they are yeah they are literally doing the bidding they're doing the bidding of of the elites you know of of like the the people that they claim to be railing against um so you know trying to reclaim punk rock it, it would be infuriating if it wasn't so fucking funny if it wasn't just if it wasn't so dumb it would be infuriating, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but but nobody yeah like, It just sure. no one could take it seriously to any level that that would make me angry you know because it's it's all just very silly um they're they they are as you as as we say deeply unserious people uh i've got I just got a couple left that Indeed. i wanted to to um say uh this is in a thread just talking about the the performance um or no i think i think this is in response to uh, one of the conservatives tweets but um uh pastor jack caliber says conservatives are trying to kill us with massive cringe and then uh the Wapple replies with if green day doesn't do it first it's absolutely going to be them so it's like a it's like a cringe cringe off between (laughs) conservatives and green day which i thought that was kind of funny um yeah uh gayest tone says honestly wild they made one of the corniest songs of the the 2000s even worse (laughs) i mean so this is like these are like the people that are kind of like oh they're too cool for school on the left they're like yeah the conservatives are dumb too but green day sucks yeah yeah I only listen to Titus Andronicus. (laughs) (laughs) I love Titus, Uh, Titus, but those are the people that we're dealing with. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think, I I think we've kind of, uh, I think we've kind of, uh, you know, explained as much of this as, as we are going to. Um, It's not all that complicated. We can go through
1: comments all day. It's
0: not. Yeah. I mean, you know, and listeners, like, I don't think we're doing these justice because there is just a plethora of comments everywhere, you know, on Twitter, on CNN, on, you know, Facebook. Um There's no, just so... It's insane. There's so much. And they are, they're all...
1: Okay, uh, on... Well, on. I, I was going to say, on our Twitter account, I, I made a post of, like, four of what I saw as, like, some of the funniest, most bizarre images that I that I had seen one's a just a screenshot of a conversation too but like it it's it's just like crazy it really feels like a uh like a brain rot like a sickness um that 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 causes people to to make these things i don't there's there's like some i don't know just just insane shit and and i know that um the, uh, you know, it, it only goes down. It only gets weirder, you know. Um, but it's it's very funny to see how much reaction was made of, like you said, like, such an innocuous thing. Like, such a minor change that ultimately doesn't change anything because the Redneck line and the MAGA line carry essentially the same meaning. Like, it still attacks... Or criticisms on conservatism it's just a matter of who was the who who was representative of of that political ideology at that time obvious oh it was George Bush in 2004 so it's a redneck agenda yeah and now it's Trump so it's a MAGA agenda but it's the same sentiment and so it's like so weird because if you're a Green Day fan not only does changing the lyric essentially change nothing but like you've said Billy's been changing that line in that exact song for at least eight fucking years to get the same point across. And so now, what feels like would have been like a very benign who even fucking cares kind of throwaway thing exploded because of, I guess, where that message was delivered and and who was listening at the time. um and it and it really ignited something much bigger than uh we could have predicted so for that reason it, it really does feel deeply unserious
0: yeah i mean and I'm, I'm gonna leave you off with a couple with with my favorite uh um, flavor of these comments um mavis 2020 says so he's a communist and uh, <laughs> it, it just—it's so funny. Just—just just, uh, you know, watching a rock band play on Dick Clark's rock New Year's Eve, and then calling them a communist—is it's very, very funny. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and Austin Lynette says, "God, I wish they weren't a bunch of commie weenies." It's just—I mean, it's, it's just a great example of—I uh, mean, they don't—they just don't know what words mean, really. They just. No. They don't know what punk rock is. They don't know what communism is. They don't know I mean they they just I uh, you know, it's it it's it it is sad. It's it's sad for them, but it is Connor, it's honestly a win for Green Day to have a fucking viral media storm uh like 2 weeks before your album drops. That is a huge bonus for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean they uh they teed it up and hit it off as well as they could have hoped for.
0: This so, is the moment. Good for our the, boys. This is the moment that Billy has been hoping for. With with every time he switches out that line, he's like waiting for it to pop off <laughs> <in> the news.
1: <laughs> right, and it's hey, what, it's and, with his uh, what, one of his least passion performances of American yeah, Indian. Yeah, just right. kind of coasting I, through it. Know, the most <laughs>
0: bored version, yeah. Um, but no, good job, guys. We we appreciate our uh, our our commie thought leaders. <laughs> leading us into a brave new yeah. world. Um we will send all of the commenters to the gulag. Um or Billy Joe will. Sorry. Uh Connor, uh I think that's it for me. Have any other thoughts you want to cover on either the performance or or one-eyed bastard?
1: No. No, no, no. We we could be here all day spinning our wheels, but um you know, I think we've said all that needs to be said for now and something tells me this very well could be one of those ongoing conversations we have, um, sort of that strange feedback loop between green days message and their fandom, you know, and, and all of what that means. And, um, as they go through their career and as we continue to discuss it, that's, that's, we're really only going to brush up against that more and more. So
0: absolutely. And what was so fucking funny to me is, um, the last thing I'll say before we wrap this up is, New Year's Day we we released the episode where we cover Road to Acceptance, which which is like the first woke Green Day song, or the first song that yeah. that would come out and like, you know, MAGA chuds would be like oh, anti-racism, your virtue signaling, like so I thought that was also appropriate. Um, it's very funny. You can just point back to 1990 and say hey. They've been, they've been, uh, uh, you know, social justice warriors for, for longer than you've been alive, buddy. Um, and we love them for it. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard, you can, uh, go, go ahead and, uh, review on Apple podcasts. Please, uh, leave us a nice message. Please give us a five star rating. We would much appreciate it. Um you can go ahead and um follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We are at Green Dudes Pod. Uh you can DM us with thoughts. If you have any thoughts about the the MAGA controversy. Uh if you have any uh, thoughts on uh what we what we said about one eyed bastard, please hit us up. I'd love to hear all of your your um opinions and and ideas. Um and Next time we will be uh, we'll be talking about "Rest" from uh, th- would that be the, the penultimate track? The penultimate track on Thirty Nine Smooth?
1: Yeah, yeah. If you know, I mean, just just going off of um, the the album itself, the regular, right? not, not standard not counting the EP. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah.
0: The the standard uh, edition Wood. of Thirty Nine Smooth. We will be covering the penultimate track, "Rest." So look forward to that. But most importantly, folks. Until next time. Stay Stay punk, punk.